Welcome back to another episode of the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Broughton, and today we're going to look at can you buy property here in Christchurch for no money down? Let's find out. Today, it's just me, your host, Nathan, and I'm going to be answering the question, can you buy property here in Christchurch, and for that matter, all around New Zealand, for no money down? Well, the simple answer is yes. Yes, you can. But it comes with a few hooks, so it's not as simple as you might think. Like always, the information um, throughout this podcast is just my opinion. It is not financial advice. I would recommend you go see your financial advisor, your legal advisor, if you have questions specific to your situation. Generally here in New Zealand, when you buy in property, let's say the property is worth $750,000, the bank will expect you to put in a deposit. So the amount of deposit that you need really is determined by the type of property that you're buying and is it new, is it existing, are you going to live in it or is it a rental property. So generally 10% deposit is acknowledged as the lowest amount you can really get away with. This is for a first home buyer buying their own house or if it's your second or third property that you're living in this this is fine. It's got to be a brand new property and you've got to live in it. And I think it's for up to six months is sort of the rule on that. It then goes up to 20% deposit for any house that you're going to live in, but it's not brand new. And then that is also the same 20% deposit if you're buying an investment property, which is brand new. And then that jumps up to 40% if you're buying an existing property and it's an investment property. So as I said, these rules change from time to time. We're currently March 2023, and that's that's really what they're like at the moment. So these no money deal, uh, no money down deals that people talk about, what is it? How does it work? And should you do it? So a no money down deal is essentially it's really for investment properties. It doesn't really function too well as a owner occupier uh, house that you live in. So how it works is generally if you've got existing property you have built up equity in the property which is just the amount of money that you own of that house and you can use that as your deposit for the new property. Real quick overview of equity, how does it work? So you've got a property that's worth $750,000, you've had it for quite a while so you've been paying down the debt and the value's been going up. So it's worth $750,000. Your mortgage is down at $250,000, which means you've got $500,000 in equity. So you can't use all that equity. You can only use what we call usable equity. So how do you figure out what that is? So if this is your owner-occupier house, which is generally how this situation would work, you take the value of your house, so in this situation it's $750,000, the bank will loan you 80% of that, and then you deduct your current mortgage from that. So in this situation, your house is valued at $750,000, so the bank will loan you 80% 
which is $600,000. You then take off your current mortgage, which is $250,000, which leaves you $350,000 of usable equity. This then can become your deposit for your future properties you're going to buy with no money down. So that usable equity of $350,000 will enable you to go and buy another property of up to $850,000. So how it works in principle is you actually borrow the whole amount. So your mortgage for your new property will be $850,000, but they just secure that deposit, which is $350,000, against your existing property. It's a little bit technical, but it, it kind of works in practice. So this is... Um, this is buying the $850,000 property with a 40% deposit. So in this case, it's an existing house which you're using as an investment. So that's just a real quick summary of what equity is. So it comes back to the question, uh, should you even do this? I think, as I've said, in the current market, uh, it's a little bit dodgy. I think as the market's falling you can really quickly end up in a situation where you have negative equity. There's a few caveats around this. So situations, the kind of properties that I like to buy and I help other people buy is ones that need a bit of work. They need some renovation. So you're buying the property knowing that you're going to add value to it. So the value will be increasing, but that doesn't cover every single property. Short answer, can you buy a property with no money down? Yes, you can. Should you? It's really a personal choice. I think at the moment, uh, as I said, we're in March 2023. I'd be very careful about doing this. If you're experienced and you know what you're doing, hey, by all means, get stuck in, go for it. That's a really good strategy. I've bought lots of houses with no money down, secured with equity that I've built up in other properties. Are there other ways to buy property with no money down other than using equity? Yep, there's a couple. So there's one you can use what's called vendor finance. So this is the person selling the property will leave money in. So you you have a side agreement with them that says, hey, I'm going to buy your property for $500,000, let's say. Uh, I want you to leave in $200,000 or $300,000 or whatever figure you work out with them. And I'm going to go to the bank and get a bank loan for the rest of it. Generally, you'll be paying them some interest and you'll have a set date as to when you're going to pay them out. This is quite uncommon. I've tried this a number of times. Uh, it's worked occasionally, but, but not that often. This can work really well if you're going to be doing big renovations to the property. You can use what they leave in as your deposit and then cash that you've got you can use for the actual renovation. Revalue it down the track, pull out money and pay them back. So there's other ways you can do no money down deals. You can you can get a loan for the deposit from friends or family. The bank of mum and dad comes in here. That's reasonably common at the moment. Um, and you can raise that by family and friends. Got to be a little bit careful. The banks uh, can be a bit savvy on this. So if you're going to be going down this track, really good if you talk to your banker or even better, talk to a mortgage broker, mortgage advisor, who can give you some really solid financial advice around, can this work in your situation? So the other thing to keep in mind is when you're buying property, you're going to have some other costs associated with buying that property. 
So the other thing to keep in mind, if you're trying to do this no money down buying, there's going to be some other costs you will incur on the path to buying that property. So you may or may not need to spend money on this, but there's things like a building report, you might want to get a meth test, you might need a registered valuation. So these can add up to one to $3,000, depending on how many different reports you need or how many reports you need to get from the bank. Sometimes they require it. You've also got legal costs. So to buy a house, you're looking anywhere from 1500 to 3000 unless you've got a really tricky situation with your entities. As well as that, some banks at the moment are doing what's called a cashback. So you take out a mortgage from the bank and they will give you, basically it's a, it's a bribe for you to come and use them. So I just saw an ad from Kiwi Bank. So they're offering 1% cashback up to $10,000. So that's, if you take a loan out of up to a million dollars, you'll get the full 1% back uh, and you can spend it on, on whatever you like. That's generally given back to you once the loan is settled. So it's hard to do, it's hard to use that for the reports that you need um, before you buy the property, unless you can organize to pay those invoices well after the fact. So if you look at all those different things which we've just talked about, yes, you can buy a property here in New Zealand with no deposit, no money down, you can even get all your reports or your legal costs paid for if you can get a cash back. So yes, it is possible. I would be very hesitant to recommend that to someone just starting out. If you're experienced, like I've said, this shouldn't be a problem. You know what you're doing. It should be fine. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So we might wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening again. We would love if you could leave us a review. A five-star review on Apple or Spotify would be amazing. If you want to write a comment along with it, it would be even better. We don't run ads currently, and we're just giving you this information so you can buy property and be really well-informed here in the Christchurch market. The other thing, all these episodes will be on our website, nathanbroughton.com, and there we've got links to all of our socials, all of the different places you can follow us. We do a lot of stuff on Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook. So I'll leave links to all those in the show notes, but again, they are on our website too. We'll see you next time. Take care.